0: Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. Visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson bath, kitchen, and lighting gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Grand range by Thermidor. Thermador.
1: Welcome into DC on Screen. This is episode two ninety one. It's our weekly—well, I say weekly, but we didn't do it last week. DCTV episode. We talk about all the stuff that's been going on with DCTV. Um, first out of the gate, I guess I'll say—I'll say it here because she was introduced in the comics first, but just barely. Um, they put her in the comics because she was going to be in the show in the uh, '66 Batman show, but January nineteen sixty seven was uh, the cover date of Barbara Gordon's first appearance in Detective Comics, Hmm. 359. So Batgirl is 50. Wow. I mean, there was a Batgirl before her. We speak not of that Batgirl. (laughs) (laughs) Not in this instance. For me, Barbara Gordon will always be Batgirl. Right. So, uh, Powerless released a new trailer. And it's a a trailer for the Retooled pilot and... uh, it looks like trash, just hot garbage.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it, it's. I'm still kind of worried about having them having to retool it like they did. But
0: I, I, I would say that's I mean, a now vast overstatement.
1: They they are no longer uh, an insurance company. Now they're making things to I guess help people or help save people from getting smashed or killed by superheroes fighting. Mm-hmm. And um, they work at Wayne Enterprises. It looks real, real dumb. Looks real bad to me. Uh, I didn't laugh once during the trailer. I did the old trailer. The old trailer made me laugh a few times. Uh,
2: yeah. This one, yeah, not, too, got me not at the old all. One, definitely.
1: Yeah, I didn't even see Tudic on this one.
2: I know, that was disappointing. Um, You know what I my The main thought I came away with um, watching Powerless was like, if they're designing stuff that's just going to like protect the average human, isn't that just going to make an armed mm-hmm. race between them and the super-powered people taking on some of their inventions and, and upping the ante even more?
1: Amazing how you can even take this shitty trailer and make something interesting out of it. <laughs> well, I doubt they thought of
2: that. I'm, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Anyway, it would be nice so, if, like,
2: yeah. it, it is a Wayne Enterprises uh, company that's doing this tech. It'd be nice if every now and then they had a little jokes where, like, didn't we, what'd you do with that thing we designed? It's like a grappling-looking thing. Like, we had it, th- and it's just disappeared. No one can find it. It's off the books. There's no record of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Eh. Danny Pooty's by the end of the season, if it lasts the season, Danny Pudi will figure out who Batman is. I'm telling you You that better believe right it.
2: Now. We can hope.
1: Alright, so um <laughs> Torrent Freak released their yearly top ten pirated shows, which they track with a combination of methods, including public BitTorrent trackers. The unrivaled top two are Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, but the rest of the top ten includes The Flash at number four, Arrow at number five, and Lucifer at number eight. So I guess we had something to be happy about.
2: <laughs> I don't know why. I looked at that list. You know, the funny thing was, like, if I remember correctly, it had previous year's um, ranking next to it, and like, uh-huh. the Arrow and Flash were still fourth and fifth, but I think they like switched places this year.
1: <laughs> uh, now, uh, Parrot Analytics did some analysis that included ratings, obviously, but also peer-to-peer sharing social media chatter, and other factors to estimate viewer demand for various shows in 2016. They combined these factors into a metric they call demand expressions. And guess who made the top 20?
2: All of uh, our at stuff. Number
1: five At number f- well, three of them. Yeah. At number five, The Flash, 3.9 million demand expressions. Uh, at number 11, Arrow, 2.1 million demand expressions. And at number 15, Gotham, 1.9 million demand expressions. Surprisingly... All of those beat Luke Cage <laughs> at number seventeen with 1.8 million demand expressions. Obviously, Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead came in first and second. That just goes uh, without saying. Absolutely, but um, yeah, I mean, that is surprising that they beat Luke Cage.
2: I I was genuinely surprised when I saw that. I thought it would at least, you know, outdo Gotham. But you know, Gotham only beat it by like, you know, a tenth of a point in their system. But all right. Uh, i was surprised. Yeah. Mm.
1: All right. So Jeff Johns took to Twitter on New Year's Eve, and he was listing things that DC fans should be looking forward to in 2017. At number five, he said more DC TV, Flash, Arrow, Gotham, Legends, Lucifer, Supergirl, and many more. One which will be announced soon. There's no word yet on what's coming exactly. It might be Black Lightning.
2: It's one of the heavy um, favorites for, a rumor, for the rumor mill, yeah. Might be Krypton, but that one's kind of already out there. Is it? I mean, it's in it's in the it's in the world. We kind of knew it's it's being worked yeah. on. So. I
1: mean, so did Black Lightning. So was Black Lightning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some people think it might be a Hecklin Superman spinoff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Um. I hope they're canceling something. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> for this. <laughs> We're
2: running, out. I'm gonna have to quit my job. <laughs>
1: Uh, it should be noted that he tagged both the Fox and CW shows in his tweet, though. So there is no clear indicator of uh, whether it will be a show expanding the Arrowverse, or a show on Fox, or something entirely freestanding. And that's just—I'm really hoping I mean, for a freestanding. Those are just the the two so, networks
2: they're currently on. It doesn't mean that it has to be anywhere near yeah, those networks. Yeah. It could be on TNT. It could be that Teen yeah. Titans that finally got picked up or something.
1: mm Hmm. mm Hmm. Also he did announce that he would be returning to writing comics, which is a big win for anyone who's
2: ever read a comic.
1: Yes. And uh, comicbook.com is saying it's going to be Watchmen centric. So yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that, right. I guess, yeah.
2: Follow up on his rebirth stuff. mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. So, uh Supergirl, they've released a synopsis for Supergirl Lives and since there's not a lot of news, we're going to talk about synopsis. Or synopses this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith directs, Roulette returns. Kara is moved by the story of a missing woman named Izzy, guest star Harley Quinn Smith, and decides to investigate despite Snapper Carr's order to leave it alone. Kara takes Monell with her to the last place Izzy was seen, and the duo find themselves thrust through a portal to another planet, Slaver's Moon, where the downtrodden are sold as slaves. The leader of the trafficking ring is none other than Roulette, To make matters worse, Slaver's Moon has a red sun, which means Kara and Monel are stripped of their powers and stuck on the planet with no way home. Meanwhile, back on Earth, Alex blames herself for Kara's disappearance, fearing she's become too focused on her new relationship with Maggie and too complacent in watching out for her sister.
2: Uh, The Alex storyline seems
1: dreadful. It does seem right, but it 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 feels dreadful. I I don't know. But uh, Supergirl will be back January 23rd, so you guys don't have to wait too long to hear us bitch about it. We probably we're won't probably, bitch about it. I mean, it. it's a Kevin
2: Smith uh, <laughs> no. episode. It, um, he's done well so far.
1: Yeah. We we generally like Supergirl,
2: though. Yeah. And um, did you have the same moment where, like, when you were re- I, when I read that synopsis, I was like, why, why is Harley Quinn... Oh, his daughter. Mm. His daughter. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. I didn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't immediately
2: recognize her name. Like, what the hell is she doing in this? U- oh, okay. Yeah,
1: no, I I didn't actually. I uh, I was went. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, while we're talking about Kevin Smith, though, uh, he is. This has nothing to do with Supergirl, but he's gonna direct an episode of The Goldbergs, and it's gonna be a Batman '89 themed episode. It's a funny little show. Um, I I don't know what year they're set in right now.
2: And I have I've watched um, you know, a few episodes kind of here and there like not i I don't i don't know the whole series i don't even know if they're keeping up with it like that i really don't
1: i mean the first five episodes which is what i watched it seemed like they were in a steady time um kevin smith though said to ign i grew up watching the adam west batman and i was in a sold-out movie theater for tim burton's batman on opening day june 23rd 1989 so i can't wait to recreate those early eras of bat mania in the goldberg's universe luckily the folks the funny folks in front of and behind the cameras who make this hysterical show every week will be doing all the heavy lifting in our time travel experiment so it makes me think they're jumping ahead in time maybe i mean if they only had if they're in june of 1989 and it's a show about the 80s they don't have a lot of time yeah to be on the show so i'm assuming this is a time travel thing especially with him saying that yeah um and adam goldberg you know talked about how much he loves kevin smith and how he's perfect for it and i don't really want to go into it um <laughs>
2: he he was very excited
1: he's very excited um back to supergirl though uh they're saying fan favorite villains live wire and metallo i don't know about fan favorite <laughs> we
2: we live in different circles man i don't know i, don't I mean, guess so like I, I was metallo was fine i got no problem but
1: Metallo was Metallo. He was just there. He didn't, you know, I mean, hey, he, he was he was no uh, Malcolm McDowell.
2: Sure, but remember the infamous story about like, the guy who, yeah. um, I think it was uh, a Republican that won, and uh, some some celebrity said, like, I can't believe he even won. I, uh, none of my friends voted for him. And it's like this mm-hmm. apocryphal story probably about, you know, living in a bubble and, you mm-hmm. know, surrounding yourself with other like-minded people, and I just- sure. Where are the people that, uh, that love LiveWire? Like, reach out. Let me know why.
1: Absolutely. DC on screen, Facebook or Twitter, DC on Screen at gmail.com. Let us know why you like LiveWire. I live want wire.
2: to know more about this.
1: We're not going to attack you. We're not going to be like, well, you're wrong. No, I'm here, Piss I'm off. here to learn. We're, no, we wanna want to know. We want to know, and hopefully we'll enjoy her too. Mm-hmm. Because I can't stand Livewire. No, but All she's flack. coming back,
2: so I'm accepting my fate and trying to embrace myself. Which means, please help me out. Let me let me understand right. how to enjoy this character.
1: Like, telling me that there's more Livewire coming to Supergirl is like if they came back and said, Hey, fan favorite villain Geomancer right. is coming back to The Flash. <laughs> I'm like, is there a bridge I can jump off right. of? Um, <laughs> in case you guys, if you're not a, a standard listener to this show, I hate. Hate Geomancer he is, Geomancer. He's our, is our new bar. Like, like,
2: we saw Livewire. I think this is how that worked. We, we saw Livewire and we were like, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. And then we saw Geomancer and went, nope, that was Shakespearean literature compared to Geomancer. <laughs>
1: Geomancer, like, outranks most, <laughs> most of the bad performances I've seen ever.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just in general. Just, just it's such a
1: fun thing. name to say, Geomancer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh Livewire and Metalla are coming back to Supergirl this season. uh <laughs> EP uh ali Adler told uh, TV Line that other fan favorite villains might be coming back. Be- will also be coming back. They're not saying what those are. It might be GeoMancer. I, I, mean, I don't yeah, know. At this rate, oh. it's going to be Banshee. Oh, oh man, Silver Banshee. Mm-hmm. D- the only person in the Supergirl worse than LiveWire. And we got them in one episode together. Oh. And it was the flashed crossover. <laughs> Why? Why? There's always a cost for magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so Jeremy Jordan had an interview with comicbook.com. He was uh, talking about the secret that he and James are keeping. He says, "Given Win's complete inability to keep a secret, I can't imagine it's going to last very long. I think it shouldn't last very long. I think it provides more of an exciting story to present that problem of when Kara actually fi- finally finds out what's going on with Guardian and Win, and how they're going to deal with all that. People will slowly start to find out very quickly. That doesn't seem to make sense, but mm. I, it does. I know what he means. Yeah. In the next episode, Alex basically beats it out of Win." <laughs> So it's going to become increasingly difficult for them to keep that secret. Well, yeah, if she's beating it out of I him.
2: Mean, it, but it wasn't like she held him down to a chair and wailed on his nuts for a while. She, like, hit a, a, I think a, I think she, like, hit the wall and clenched her fist pretty much. She's like, okay, I'll tell you anything.
1: Yeah, but he says in the next episode, Alex <laughs> basically beats it out of Wynn. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the episode we haven't even seen, she's going to beat, beat it out of
2: him. Mm. Hey, he's going to, yeah, he's going to crumple like wet toilet paper, man.
1: Yeah, he says uh, about the dynamic with James and how Kara's budding Monel romance might affect Wynn's character. He says. I think we're seeing Win as a person through how he handles his business and his confrontations with James. We see that while being the sort of irrational fanboy, he's actually one of the more rational characters around. No kidding. Mm-hmm. He's trying to think of everybody's well-being and how things work out. At this point, there's not a whole lot that we see of Win's personal life, but I certainly can't discount it in the future. There's a lot of fun stuff coming up, but it all involves the DEO and adventures that Win gets to go on. I think that this has so, has sort of become his life at this point. We also see Win dealing with. With his potential Monel kara relationship that's been budding, there's or that's not going to be an easy thing for him to deal with. So yeah, the uh, the interview goes on and there's some fun stuff about how Jordan has approached uh, playing Win this season. Um, looks like Peter Gadiot is, has been cast as Mister Mixia Spitalik. Hmm. Um, they've there have been some scenes or some pictures taken of him with Supergirl. Um. I I'm somewhat disappointed they didn't you know find some little old dude to play him. Yeah, I don't need like I don't need like the hot like young Mister Mitzel M- Mixie <laughs> I can't say it now. <laughs> you get one, you get one per episode where you can say it. Right. Um. Now this guy might as well be like the, the dude from Smallville. I don't know.
2: I was trying to look at picture of him real quick, but can't really see him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So
1: uh, Melissa Benoist has filed for divorce from Blake Jenner. They were married for four years, uh, citing irreconcilable differences, as they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, Adam Grant, the estranged son of Cat, in season one, so I guess we can probably say we'll not see him again. That's yeah, a
2: decent guess, since Cat's barely around anyway. And Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Anyway.
1: Over to the Flash. Um... <laughs> They have a flash premiere synopsis. Barry is tormented by his vision of the future where Iris is murdered by Savitar when a criminal named Plunder shows up in Central City. Barry recalls the villain's presence in his vision of the future and fears that if he catches Plunder, it will cement Iris' fate. Confused about Barry's hesitation to stop Plunder, Wally decides to step in as Kid Flash. Caitlin offers Julian a job. Uh, Aaron Helbig was talking about the Flash. He says, now that, uh, TV line, now that Barry has gotten a glimpse of the future, uh one where Savitar slays Iris he will be trying to do whatever it takes to save her everybody will play a huge part in that because Iris is part of the team um maybe even former frenemy Julian will lend a hand having unwittingly served the sinister speed god he feels culpable culpable and wants to make amends but wait wasn't Savitar dispatched with in the fall, in the fall finale imprisoned in the speed force he says that will be an itch that Barry can't scratch how is this possible he also says there are big, exciting plans for Caitlin, stemming from her wrestling with her powers. And Cisco will find in the badass gypsy a very strong adversary, as well as someone he can't stop thinking about. <laughs> and Wally will continue to go a little half cocked as Kid Flash. Cool little tidbits from Helbig.
2: I'm excited about. They've uh, released. Mm-hmm,
1: they have released uh, promo stills for the uh, the upcoming Flash episode. Uh, they're available on com if you want to check them out. Uh, what you get is a good look at Plunder, who you know what he looks like. Remember the dude with the eye patch in the classic 90s Flash series? The dude with the scar in the eye patch? Maybe Did he have an eye patch? I don't know. He just, I, I thought just he thought, he, thought he looked like Snake. Yeah, that's what I thought, is too. Is But that's what I thought about the other guy as well <laughs> in the 90s Flash series. Anyway. <laughs> I've, I've, this
2: I've looks tucked like away Russell. most I don't of what know. I remember about the Flash 90s series. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, You get pictures of Julian looking to the crew, Kid Flash looking annoyed at Flash, and vice versa, and the crew looking annoyed at HR on a Segway. Um, Which, by the way, HR on a Segway just makes me laugh. Yeah. Just the picture. Uh, Actor David Subalov revealed on Twitter that he would be returning to the Flash as the voice of Gorilla Grodd. He also said he couldn't reveal any more details until, as he put it, Warner Brothers unseals my lips. Over to the Arrow... Which, by the way, in case you didn't know it, I'm excited about Gorilla Grod coming back. Yeah,
2: well, they—I think they had previously mentioned that we were going to get Gorilla City, yes, but they didn't necessarily say yes. we were getting any more Grod. It was—it was, you know, something to hope for, obviously, but they hadn't confirmed it.
1: Oh, I mean, I—I I, heard—I thought there was a rumor where Grod was fighting Savitar or something. I don't know.
2: There's—there's been, yeah, it's been a long few weeks of rumors.
1: Mm-hmm. So the Arrow premiere synopsis: Worried that Prometheus is right, and he is truly. A killer at heart. Oliver looks for any ray of hope and finds it in what seems to be the miraculous return of Laurel Lance. However, Felicity, still reeling from Detective Malone's murder, Billy Malone now, mm. is bent on revenge. Sorry, I said it was last you time did. last time. You promised. She she, she, <laughs> she wants to stop Prometheus at any cost. While in prison, Diggle fights for his life. You know, I was just thinking about, I was like, wait, this can't be the right... Oh, yeah, he did go back to prison, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: and what was actually Um, one of my favorite moments out of the uh, first half? Just such a well-done little moment, I thought.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. So, uh, Wendy Miracle uh, has been talking about Oliver and Susan. Uh, Some fans have been wondering whether the consoling conversation between Oliver and Susan in the mid-season finale turned into something far more intimate. Um, (laughs) Stephen Amell took to Facebook to tell fans that they had not gotten around to home base just yet. Winnie Miracle addressed the curiosity with TV line saying they had that kiss. They're going to go all in at some point for sure. (laughs) It's such a weird thing to say. That they're going to go all in at some point for I, sure. I, I He's going like, to do her at some I point. I
2: hope she meant like romantically, not necessarily, yeah, right? they're totally going to plow. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll have them plow, guys. You just wait on it.
1: Aldi oh, and Susan are going to have a little plowing child. Just right. calm down, guys uh but one thing one of the things that's interesting about susan is that they do have a genuine relationship she really does care about oliver and vice versa and yet she has been on this track of trying to find out who he is and what he's up to and not just as the mayor but beyond that one would hope Mm -hmm. susan is going to be asking some hard questions and that's going to put both of them into physically and emotionally dangerous territory <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Susan so far. I don't care. She's there. She's fine. Um, yeah, she's there. I mean, it's you know,
2: <laughs> I I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I am over the neutrals.
1: <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so they put out this new extended Arrow premiere trailer, um, and they pretty much just went, you know, hey, why why you drag this out? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey guys, it's Black Siren that's not our Laurel, finally. It's about time someone figured it out. Right. Okay, well.
2: And, you know, she's not, she didn't have any tech on when she does the scream, so. Mm. Well, we've only seen that in one place in this universe so far.
1: Right. And that was another universe. Uh, another Earth. Uh, it's another universe. Alternate universe. Yeah, I
2: always get, I don't know, I'm always picking it, it's, Sometimes they call it dimensions and universes and and just sometimes other Earths and stuff. It's always fun to hear, like, which term somebody pulls out of a hat when they talk about it that day.
1: Well, they refer to it as the multiverse. Right, right. That would mean multiple universes to me. So, Wendy Miracle uh, was talking to TV Line and said that Talia al Ghul will play a crucial part in revealing the identity of the uh, big bad Prometheus. She also talked about Diggle's future this season, saying Diggle emerges from jail with a much bigger drive and not the same fatalism that he had earlier in the season. He's going to come up against Colonel Walker and grow closer to Adrian Chase.
2: That last part sounded fun.
1: Yeah, that's, yes, <laughs> please.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm down.
1: All right, so uh Legends of Tomorrow, they've released the premiere synopsis. When Damian Dark and Malcolm Merlin try to capture Rip Hunter in 1967, they create an aberration big enough to draw the attention of the Legends. Haven't they already done this? Mm-hmm. However, when the team arrives, they discover that Rip has no memories of his past due to time drift and is just a graduate film student. After trying to convince Rip of who he was, they discover that he possesses an incredibly powerful artifact, or artifact, what is wrong Hmm. with me? Artifact known as the Spear of Destiny, which the Legion of Doom is after. Ray and Nate realize that the aberration has also affected them personally, making it difficult to help the team. Meanwhile, Rory asks Stein for help and makes him promise to keep it a secret from the team uh sounds like ray and nate are not going to be the people they were because the aberration caused star wars not to happen
2: Mm-hmm. that's that's what i'm being uh i'm being told
1: yeah uh george lucas is going to be on legends we've talked about this before they've uh they've cast matt angel as young lucas um, entertainment weekly has extra info on the upcoming appearance guggenheim told them because of circumstances the time aberration in 209 as george lucas quits film school as a result he never makes star wars or raiders of the lost ark as a result ray who became an engineer because of star wars and nate who became a historian because of the raiders slowly start to lose their brilliance because those things that inspired them to become who they are didn't exist we were watching a cut of it, and I said to Greg that 209 is either going to be the episode where we'll say that the show found a new gear in terms of how zany it can be, or it's the episode that's going to get us all fired. It really is. <laughs> You're laughing out loud, I think, with it, but it's like, are we really doing this? It's the 70s bar fight on star- on steroids. The whole episode is that level of crazy.
2: Mm, I have no idea what to make of that.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the episode that got them all fired. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I really don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And I, I hope it's good, because the ratings are going to go up just on the Flash lead-in.
1: Yeah. And also, I, I'm i going to say, uh, our hopes are resting on you. Now is not the time for hyperbole. Right. So, Katie Lotz turned 30 on December 30th, so uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. All downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Basically um. over, Katie. <laughs> just wrap mm-hmm. it up. Uh, over on
2: <laughs> Let them know where you want where you want to be put down.
1: Uh over in video game news, Ed Boone announced uh via Twitter that Injustice 2 is gonna be out May sixteenth, twenty seventeen. So,
2: that didn't give me yeah. a lot of time.
1: It doesn't. Start uh I don't know, hoarding your rubles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. And that's that's all the news I have.
2: That sounds right. Now I I, I keep calling this a late episode rather than we missed last week. Um, oh, is that what you're calling it? I, I am insisting that we're just late. But even still, okay. it was just not... The holidays were holidays for news, too. There just wasn't, like, mm-hmm. a ton out there. Even the this the, the biggest thing that probably happened was, like, Jeff Johns' announcement. And it really isn't announcing anything.
1: Yeah. The two biggest things I saw was Jeff Johns announcing that and Ben Affleck, again, you know, going back on what he said. Like, oh, we're not doing it. Okay. I
2: mean, and, and, and the, the Johns' announcement is pretty much, like, a, a non-announcement. It, there's no real info there except... The knowledge that something's pending now, I guess. And then the, we knew right. he was, we knew Ben Affleck was waffling anyway, so that's not really mm-hmm. news either to me.
1: No. Although a lot of it, stuff went that,
2: on. That Injustice to release date, though, was probably the, that's probably good news for a lot of people. Sure. Now you know how long you're waiting.
1: Right. Time to zip up and wait it out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. that's everything I have. And you know, we're we're not coming back Monday. We're not doing another news episode in two days. That would be madness,
2: absolute madness,
1: absolute madness. So I would assume we're coming back next Monday, not back this Monday, in, but next Monday. What nine days? Yeah, back in nine days, guys. Woo! Just you know, white knuckle it until until we're back in your ear.
2: I know that'll maybe be enough time for actual news to accumulate again.
1: Whispering sweet nothings.
2: Like this week, where nothing happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, you can find every episode of DC On Screen at dconscreen.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, we just gave away a thing, a uh, trade paper bag, Blu-ray, or DVD. You go to iTunes or Stitcher, give us a five-star written review, and uh, you, will be, you will be entered into a uh, contest to get one of those things, valued at $15 or less. Um, Again, we just gave out one. We're just, we just announced a winner. So uh, I don't remember who it was now. Just my brain doesn't work that way anymore. Mad Cal 72 was there what it go. was. And uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com, Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. We're proud members of the Batman Podcast Network as well. All the things. Hibbity-habbity. Until then, keep sending DC on
2: your screen. We'll figure out what happened with Hippity-Happity later.
0: You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. See how it's possible at IWUisHow.com.